0: This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net. Danger Entertainment Podcast
1: Network.
2: Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe, anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun. And remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the history of bad ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke.
1: I love who's ever acting. Please God, no Remembering tales from the crypt. I Back knew. when Michael Bay wrote good scripts. He wrote the All right here. It's all mystery. Cause it's the history of bad. It's bad. It's the history of bad.
2: to the History of Bad Ideas, episode number 270. Thank you, thank you, thank you. They love us here. Yes, the Bob Studios is live this week. We've got a crowd. Uh, we do, we do. Guys, thank you, thank you again. Let's calm it down, calm it down. Um, I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. And that's it. That's it. That's, that's the show. Have a good night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you good night. Roger says goodbye. Uh, yeah, so it is just us tonight. Uh, uh, Jim is at raincoat school, uh, school. Uh, he, he's out of town, uh, watching a sporting event. Raincoat, raincoat school. Uh, and then I'm going, to, I'm just going to keep joining that joke because Blake's not here. Oh, okay. And Blake's not here because he's under the weather. He's sick. Or he's in Iceland. One of the two. I'll be honest. We had to recharge Blake bought botteries. So botteries? batteries. So. Batteries? Batteries. Blake bought batteries. Still a little hungover. Just leave me alone. So. Anyways, we are here this week, so it's old school. It's just Jeff and I. Oh, man, it feels like it's 2014. Oh, God. Don't go back and re- listen to this. Uh, I would give you a number, but we don't have those on iTunes anymore. Anyways, uh, <laughs> they do list them, but differently. Anyways, so we're going to have a good time. Jeff, anything going on with you? Personally, not really. Okay. But I do have to
0: say... Mm-hmm. Um, I know we've talked about it on the show before, but I have, you know, I, I've become a, a, quite a aficionado of uh, the critical role. The nerdiest voice actors mm-hmm. who sit around and play Dungeons and Dragons mm-hmm. for my amusement and others. Uh, they have decided that they were going to attempt to do a uh, animated special based off of the characters that they created and everything. And they went to Kickstarter to To fund this, mm-hmm. they opened up their Kickstarter yesterday, and within twenty less than twenty four hours, they got over over four million dollars. What the hell are they going to do with that? They are going to make either one really really long special, or maybe break it up and make uh, couple a couple episodes, couple of episodes. Because I know they kept getting more, and they're saying, "Well, it's going to be twenty two minutes," and then, "Oh, well, we can do forty four minutes." Oh, and now we can do eighty eight minutes, and. So now uh, what they could do is make an 88-minute one and sell DVDs. Oh, I'm sure they intend on selling Blu-rays or DVDs eventually at some point.
2: Do kids buy DVDs, Blu-rays anymore? I don't know if they do. Probably not. (laughs) Okay, sorry.
0: They should, though, because I don't trust streaming services to give you what you
2: want to watch when you want to watch it. We uh, buy them for the kids, uh, especially... Well, no, I shouldn't say. I buy them for some of the movies I like. Um, and then we get them for the kids So because we have a, a DVD player in the car. So it's nice to have the Blu-ray, and then you get the DVD with it and digital. Uh, you can just stream it. You know, we do have some, like some of the movies that aren't that good. We just, ah, we'll just let it stream. Oh, it's off Netflix now. That's a shame. So when are they? what's the timetable for this? Um, they are looking, I suppose, to have it come out
0: uh, fall of 2020. Okay. So, yeah, they're looking at like a year and a half or so before they are able to get everything done, because obviously they need to make everything. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's going on there.
2: Can, can we say that is your hidden gem of the week? Yes, my hidden gem. We're <laughs> doing old school this week, people. Because if you haven't listened to some of our older episodes, well, we had a lot of segments. A lot of segments. Really? Now we just bitch. Uh but no, we have some segments <laughs> now. Now it's just one big segment of us bitching. No, 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 no. So Nikki, one of our earliest listeners, she's from New Zealand. She's awesome. She asked, if it's just us two, you better bust out some old segments. So we got some. This is Hidden Gems. Mm. Hidden gems. ka ching <laughs> Uh that was that's actually the uh the music from it. Yeah. Uh so that's yours. I got one. Okay. Throw, throw burrito. It yeah. is from the people that made exploding
0: kittens. Yes, yeah, so that was one of the highest ever kickstarted campaigns. I think number
2: one in its category. Exploding kittens? Maybe number two. Something might have passed it since, but uh, this is throw, throw burrito. It's a dodgeball card game, and you get funny uh, taco uh, cards and all that stuff. Kinda like exploding yeah. kittens. Yeah. And then there's a couple cards, and you get two squishy tacos. Burritos. It's burritos. Sorry. Burritos. Burrito. Sorry. Burritos. Throw throw yeah. burrito. My bad. That was some of the other ones that they were thinking about as tacos. Sorry. So burritos. <laughs> so they get squishy burritos, kind of like the dog toys. And I backed, backed it on Kickstarter. And basically you t- it can bust out into a dodgeball game and you throw. You can do a draw like an old Western that you back to back and you take three steps and then throw. <laughs> if you hit the person with it, they lose points. Because uh, you get three. You're trying to get three of a kind on the cards. And then you can get people to lose points. If a burrito is thrown down or something, you pick up the burrito and throw it at the person. They can dodge and duck. Um, but if Dodge, they get hit, duck,
0: dip, dive, and there dodge. There you go.
2: Yes. And then there's another one that everybody throws. Uh, it has to wrestle. So I backed it.
0: Uh, it I just, uh, when your kids start playing this, I want to I see the recordings of it. This
2: should be interesting. I think my oldest might be competitive. You think? <laughs> <laughs> he did, she didn't hit me. She didn't hit me. Uh, uh I think it hit your leg. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> uh I don't know where you get that from. Anyways, uh so the backing was ten thousand dollars is what they won it. Yeah. Uh after seven days, they're at one point three million. That's impressive. Uh they hit uh five hundred thousand, I think, on day one. It's pretty good. So pretty good for a a, yeah. a game. I got the Kickstarter version uh edition for thirty five dollars. And then there's other things that you can do for uh, stretch goals, but they're not money. It's not when they hit money. Oh, yeah, social stretch goals and yes. things like that. So or
0: you,
2: they want people to t- take pictures of mm-hmm. stupid things. They did that for exploding kittens, too. So that's what they're doing here. But I, I think it could be a fun game. I thought we would all enjoy it I thought it with our group of uh, games, game players. I, I, like I said, I still want to see your kids play it. Oh, you can. You can. <laughs> My oldest will play with us one time. Uh, So there's your hidden gems. So there you go. That's the first old school segment. Next up is boardroom. No. No, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Never again. Look it up, kids. Don't look it up. No, no. It's a horrible segment. Uh, Let's see here. We got any up downs? Well, that was my up. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My downs are everybody dying. Oh yeah, let's get into this here. Uh, uh King Kong Bundy. We'll get into him in listener feedback. We got listener feedback. Oh, we got listener feedback. Yeah. Well, we still King Kong Bundy. Breath of silence. Uh Luke Perry. Breath of silence. This one hurt. And I know you don't like Riverdale. I, I get that. I I still don't wish that well, no, 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 upon people. No, no, no. <laughs> he's a Riverdale fuck him. <laughs> no, no, no. I love Riverdale. But he's a really he was a lot of fun in that role. And it really makes me sad that he's not going to be in it because they brought the old school icons back from the Molly Ringwalds in it. Yeah. Uh, so Skeet Yorich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from <laughs> the nineties. That just reminded
0: me of the uh, uh, Family Guy joke about, about that time when we were shooting Skeet <laughs> Skeet Ulrich. Nothing you do or say or whatever, and they start just shooting, shooting away at him. <laughs> at him. <laughs>
2: Uh, oh, quick question on the critical uh, hit. Critical role. Did you kickstart it? I have not currently backed it yet. Okay. I was just wondering. I'm, w- I'm waiting to see if
0: other different tiers or something open, open up, up. To see if there's something more my style.
2: Okay. Uh, and also passing away was Catherine Hellman. Yes. Who was she?
0: Uh, she was in Soap, mm-hmm. that great television show. She was. Uh, Who's she the boss? Catherine Tate. Oh yeah, she was in that show too, but that's not as good as Soap was. Yeah.
2: <laughs> she I think the lead of this guy named Tony?
0: Tony, Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony. Must have been a Tony Danza show. No,
2: no, never, never. I'll be in your show, but uh I gotta be called Tony.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well the name was Ralph. I want Tony. <laughs> okay. D- did not he do a show called Tony? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he also did a talk show too called Tony. Was it called Tony or Tony? It was the a Tony, Tony Danza, Danza show, show? okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh so that is sad. Like I said, uh the Luke Perry one kinda hit me hard. He's a Cincinnati Red fan. And it was uh it was a sad day. Sad yeah, day. so
0: he was he was from
2: some born somewhere in Ohio. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to remember where it was. Youngstown, maybe or I'm going Youngstown. We're right into a proven wrong. Oh, okay. Is <laughs> that like he's going to correct us. Anyway. Oh. oh too soon. Too tsunami. Uh let's see here. Also, um, we uh, sorry. Uh, I did have a did play a game this weekend, uh, mixtape massacre. I got tweeted about this on our Facebook or uh, Twitter page. Oh yeah, you tweeted at them at Bad Ideas Podcast <laughs> mixtape massacre. You're going to be in our downloads here soon. Uh, basically, it's a 1980s type horror movie game, and uh, you are one of 12 different horror movie figures. Each one has a special power. Uh, so that's carry one of them, Can I be carry. Uh, The prom queen is in there. All right, and that's uh, what I'll be when we play. I'm trying to think what her special power is. Telekinesis. Well, they have 12 locations, like a bar, a high school. It's like a town square that you're going through. Okay, and you have to go into each building and try to. You flip a card over and you see if it's a victim you can kill, and if it's and you get six pegs of health. So, so you're actually trying to kill the people. Yes, you're the serial killer. You're the villain. Yes, I was the gremlin. I was the gremlin type guy. All right. Uh, my wife was the prom queen. We just did a quick run. Just wanted to try it out before you guys came over and then played. And so we played it, and uh, I died pretty quick. And so I was like, well, just, I'll just pick a different horror movie character uh, since there's only two of us. But you go into these buildings, and you flip a card over uh, most of the time, and it's either the victim got away, and you, lo- uh, you you're done. You go back to start. Or there's a guy that fights you. There's a person that fights you, and you have to roll three dice to see if you get enough to stop block the attack. Or you get one that's a victim card, and you try to kill them. You, if you kill them by rolling the dice and getting the right knives or you know, whatever you need to get, uh, you get a souvenir. Uh, but I like it because each villain has a superpower, and one of them is uh, burn this motherfucker down. Well, something like that. <laughs> and it's basically if somebody's in the bar... You can play your action, and it burns the bar down and kills you. Or lose You lose three uh, points or three health meters in that thing. So that was kind of cool. Uh, and there's different ones out there too. So one is if you're di- if you're dying, you can regenerate. So you're um, competing against each other on this. Yeah, and then if you run into each other, you brawl and you fight each other. So like Freddy v Jason. Yes. So uh, it's a really fun game. Uh, it, once we got the hang of it, and it wasn't very difficult to start figuring it out, uh, but it was a lot of fun. So uh, you can go through the sewers, like his uh, little secret uh, ways through the sewers and that, uh, and kind of like teleport. Um, it's a fun game, though. Uh, for two players, you had to get 15 k- kills slash souvenirs from the victims. And then they have like four different versions of how to play the game that you don't need extra things. So I thought that was kind of fun. Uh, Like some is like you want to be the last villain standing and all that stuff. And then I got the two, I got two booster packs. I got a goth woman that was a vampire and I got a dad that is a serial killer at night. So uh, I enjoyed it though. It's uh, my wife and I both really liked it. So mixtape massacre, uh, it was uh, $49 or $59 and you can get a 10% coupon and then I got the two booster packs. So everything was shipped, I think, was 70 after the 10% off, which is a little expensive. Um, but it, my wife was like, just get it for your birthday. Be fine with it. You know, this is what you want, because I've been looking at it. Yeah, your birthday. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, Mixed state Masquerade, it's a really fun thing. Um, I really enjoyed it. And they have a Kickstarter. They're coming out with a Kickstarter expansion pack where you're the teenagers and try and get away from the serial killers. So a reversal yeah so uh that starts i think next week actually so oh it's a big day or a big time for kickstarter and board game section yeah
1: hidden gems
2: <laughs> uh and also i'll be doing a review on nerdly uh on it um just to let everybody know so uh not probably be in a couple weeks once i we play it a couple times so no. you could make sure you're doing things right before you judge mm. it. Yeah. I think it's going to be a lot of fun with like 5 players because you have a lot more people going interacting. Oh yeah. Um and you can't just go in and out of each building. You got to go in one building. If you kill them, that th- piece is gone until all the other 11 are gone. So then you have to kill you know people have to kill and then you re, re- put the uh, more victims out there. Sure. So you can't just keep going in the same building. Oh. So. But yeah, mixed state massacre. So take a look. Um yeah, my birthday. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We went to Arcade slash bar. Yes. Yeah, the the 16-bit. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's a... a. Uh, it's a franchise. A, a, oh, it is a franchise? I think there's
0: like five. Okay. I'm, I'm sure it's a theme that's probably popular all around the country. Mm-hmm.
2: Arcade games are free from the 1980s and 90s. Drinks are expensive. Yes. <laughs> uh, I didn't know it because I didn't buy any. Um, good for you. So that was good. Uh, my wife bought some. She's like, nobody fucking bought me one. Uh, <laughs> wasn't her birthday. Uh, <laughs> That's <is> true. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I don't even know. So, supposedly the night ended up with me trying to order macaroni and cheese dinner plates from DoorDash from yeah, a local you, restaurant. You, you wanted to order. You were. I'm looking at DoorDash. <laughs> I don't remember that. Uh, I woke up the next day, and I looked at my phone, DoorDash was still on it with the macaroni and cheese. (laughs) So you didn't actually get to order it. No. We stopped at uh, Wendy's on the way home. That was a bad move. (laughs) I ate half my sandwich. (laughs) Did you sleep in the car? We we were were taking bets that you'd be passed out in the car. No, 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 no. I got home. Uh, No, I was actually okay. And I was fine the next day. Uh, My wife let me sleep in. And then I fell asleep on the couch at 2 p.m. and woke up at 3. That was not a good call. <laughs> that made me feel horrible. So, uh, but I was downing those beers like no other. Right, Jeff? You mean the princess drinks? They had a mixed drink. I don't know what was in it besides heaven and vodka. <laughs> but it was called the princess drink. The fresh princess. Fresh princess. Yeah, that it. was it, yeah. 80s and 90s drinks. Uh, and let me tell you, I, I, after I had two beers... I never had another beer the rest of the night. Yeah, someone thought, "Oh, we'll get Jason
0: the princess drink." The gimp joke, the gimp
2: did, and Jason's like, "Oh, I like this."
0: (laughs) So and I kept getting
2: it more. I had the Hulk Hogan, which was a vodka and with a red, white, and blue popsicle in it. Yeah, uh, yeah, popsicle too, because you're a real American. That's right. I got the Carrie Fisher. Uh, It was blue with some dirt in it. I don't know what else. It it had rock candy. That's the one with the rock candy? Yeah, rock candy.
0: It was not that good um but i had rock candy so all i know is you didn't want the rock candy so
2: i at least got free rock candy. there you go <laughs> so it was a good time though but whoo there's a reason why i don't drink like that like a, <laughs> and i was even bad i didn't throw up i didn't get sick i didn't even have a hangover um i mean i, I was feeling really really good supposedly I saying i don't need a hero uh <laughs> that night holding I, out for a hero I don't We're know. We don't need another hero. The, yeah, maybe that's it. The Mad Max uh, Beyond Thunder. I don't realm, know. Uh, Anyways, uh, all I know is it was videotaped, and my wife ended up sending it to the 365 Flicks podcast because I... I to- did not see this. Because I told them I'm singing British because <laughs> I tried to do it in a British accent. Uh, so, <laughs> okay, your wife needs to
0: send that video to me. <laughs> It was not a pleasant moment. <laughs> I
2: was pretty good though at it. So. Yeah, sure you were. Ah, no in another hero. But it was a good time though. It was a good time. Princess drinks are to die for. <laughs> I do love the princess drinks. So but that was a good time. Uh anything else, Jeff? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> okay. Uh let's see here. Uh Twitter poll of the week, we're on at Bad Ideas Podcast. Twitter poll of this week was, what Netflix original series did you like best? We had Umbrella Academy, Russian Doll, You, and I was going for more for the recent Recent ones. ones. You probably should have put that in the thing, recent. Shouldn't have done that. uh, You know, 2019
0: Netflix uh, shows here.
2: And other, you tell us below. Uh, In last place, 9% picked You. What is wrong with you people? I still haven't seen it in really have no desire to see it. I don't want you to see it. Okay, cool. Third place, 19% Russian Doll, which according to Jim last week was very, very boring. I wouldn't know. I didn't see that one. Although I
0: did It's kind of on my
2: list. Probably should see it so we can talk about it, but I, I didn't. There's only eight episodes, so that makes me feel happy. And winning 49% to 23% Umbrella Academy. Which doesn't surprise me. It's hitting no, pop culture it, pretty Everyone's good. loving it. I mean, it's pretty much the biggest thing since Stranger Things. Uh, that's what we got. Stranger Things. Listener picks. Stranger Things. Daredevil got a couple votes. Sex Education, which I've heard really good things about. Uh, Punisher got a few votes. House of Cards, which I completely forgot. That was one of the most original ones.
0: Oh, yeah. That was well, yeah one of their first ones. Mm-hmm. the uh, Netflix brought out.
2: Pretty Little Liars. I didn't know that was I I didn't know that was a Netflix. Uh, the what? Ranch?
0: Pretty Little Liars. Wasn't that on, like,
2: the, uh, whatchamacallit? Not Nickelodeon, but... No, um, the,
0: the Freeform, whatever that was. ABC Family yeah. or something?
2: Unless Netflix created it. I think maybe they just are showing the... Because Netflix reruns. created you and put it on Lifetime. Oh, so. that was on Lifetime, mm-hmm. huh? Ooh. And it bombed on Lifetime. And then Netflix, obviously, yeah. gets the streaming rights. And then it just took off on Netflix. Uh, the Ranch. Ugh. Carmen Sandiego, which is a really good show. Um, I've not seen this reboot of Carmen Sandiego. I, I enjoyed it. Um, she's not a villain. She's playing both sides of the spy game. And I like that. And my kids really loved it. They watched it like within two days. And my daughter is like, what, is there more? <laughs> and she liked it even better than She-Ra. And she liked she a lot. Ooh. And then uh, BoJack Horseman. I forgot about it. I've never got into that. No, I never did either. I know I've seen it pop up on, I think,
0: Comedy Central was showing reruns or, or mm-hmm. whatnot of that. But I never
2: got into it. Jeff, you want to do some listener feedback? Sure, why not? Brought to you by Blake Bot. You owe us $100. dollars ka I am Blake Bot. I have money. Uh, all right.
0: Well, we'll start off. Listener feedback from this person called...
2: Doug? Can't give yourself a nickname. I wanted to be called The Hammer. Can't be called The Hammer. You know why? Because you can't give yourself a nickname. That's right. Number seven, but number two in our heart. A-pans. Number two in our heart. <laughs> you called him number two. <laughs> Duty. <laughs> oh, well, anyway,
0: Doug wants to know, what are your thoughts on Marvel's... The offenders, Modoc, Hit Monkey, Tigra, Dazzler, and Howard the Duck, all getting animated series on Hulu. This is interesting. I'm all for as much stuff as your people are willing to put out. Uh, Patton Oswald
2: has agreed to do Modoc. I don't know if I'll particularly care to watch Modoc, but he's funny. And like, it's just so absurd. Yeah, too absurd for me. It's a giant head. Yeah, and it, it's floating a floating giant in this, head. Uh, yeah. Don't break it, our computer, Jeff. I didn't break a You're damn thing.
0: You're getting excited. You're getting excited. That's because it's M.O.D.O.K. Rawr, yeah, rawr. I get so excited over
2: M.O.D.O.K. Uh, no, actually, it,
0: I'm getting excited over Dazzler. Ugh. Best X-Men ever.
2: Speaking of X-Men. When we were at six 16-bit, we played the old X-Men game. We did play the old X-Men game. The one with like six, fig- uh, six characters? Yep. Cyclops, Storm, Wolverine, Colossus. Nightcrawler uh, and Dazzler. Yeah. I was Nightcrawler because Nightcrawler is awesome. I was Dazzler because Dazzler is the most awesome. And she was not good in that game. No, I was not good in that <laughs> game. Well, I'm not taking
0: anything away from the character. I'm taking away from the fact that... The one thing I noticed about those games that mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if maybe back in the day it made more sense, but when your character is on the side, mm-hmm. up and down doesn't work the way I feel it should.: On the joystick on the joystick. Yeah. You know uh, uh, Yeah, because we, nowadays we're used to you know, holding our handheld Conf- controllers while playing video games, so you know, everything isn't in relation to the
2: game, it's in relation to how you're holding it. The good news is about 16-bit arcade is uh, we were playing the games, and a lot of those arcade games I wanted to buy from my basement. You no longer do. Nope. Uh, X-Men, maybe?
0: Maybe? Uh, uh, apparently, as I learned on that X-Men game, you can't punch north to south. You can only punch east to west. Yes. I'm, like, trying to get behind some, underneath somebody and punch,
2: and nothing's happening. Uh, they did have the old-school wrestling game. The tag team one. Unfortunately, they didn't have the one after that, which had the Royal Rumble. That's the one I want because you could actually do a Royal Rumble in it. The tag team one, not so good. Uh, and then Donkey Kong Jr. No. And the game that I was most excited about because I haven't played it in 25 years, uh, 30 years, Popeye, not so much. Yeah, what I've noticed about Popeye is you move so slow, and as Brutus is like within coughing distance, you're dead. Yeah,
0: you had you had to avoid him completely. Yeah, just trying to catch the hearts, and then you know, you get the spinach, you punch the bottles that the sea hag throws at you. But it's just like, okay, let's go over here. Okay. Uh, Papa's walking across the screen. Uh, All right, now I'm getting... Oh, now here comes Brutus. I'll go back where I came from.
2: Uh, I I, I didn't realize you were supposed to catch the hearts. So I died pretty quick the first (laughs) time I played it. But uh, I really loved it growing up. No, not so much. Not so much. Did you get a chance to play Burger Time? No. Uh, I did get to play NBA Jam. Yeah, I actually that was a lot
0: of fun. Well, one of our other buddies was there, and we were walking around. He's like, "Oh, NBA Jam." I'm like, "Yeah, no,
2: I never liked that game." It, it was a good time. I like playing all the arcade games, but uh, yeah, yeah, they, there are some old ones that I was like, "Oh God, no, this did not age well." So. Qbert was still cool. I did, oh yes, right. I did all right on Qbert.
0: How about Gauntlet? Oh, God, I used to love Gauntlet. Again, another thing about I'm on the side of the thing, so the direction I'm looking, I think I'm pushing towards, I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, Gauntlet was much worse worse than I remember. So, Doug, I hope that answers your question. Oh, yes, Doug, I hope that <laughs> answers your question on those shows. On Kevin Smith is doing Howard the Duck. Oh, all right. Ken Smith is also doing the right now is in the middle of filming the Jay and Silent Bob reboot, yeah. so good for him. We'll see what happens. Hey, this is they started it one on the one year anniversary of his heart attack.
2: Oh, okay. So he have-
0: so he said I'm not even supposed to be here today, and so I'm it. doing it. He's doing what he wants to do, so good for him on that. Ah, uh, oh yes, from Randall Holt, mm-hmm. breath of silence for King Kong Bundy. Make it a five count.
2: That was pretty good. King Kong Bundy, back in the day, would pin nobodies and cover them, and they would count to three, and then he would ask for a five count yeah. from their ref. More. More. <laughs> uh, we do have a listener feedback from on Twitter, at podcast, from Kevin at Cincy Explorer. If either of you could be granted one wish for Hobie, what would that wish be? Uh... The wish that I would wish for Hobie
0: is that somehow it makes enough money that I can live comfortably without having to do anything else. I agree.
2: I would do this five days a week. We'd would would. do an hour-long show, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'd even do two hours yeah, of. Yeah, I could do two hours. Yeah. If we could uh, live comfortably, I'd be fine with that. I could be fine with that. So that is our wish. Good job, Jeff. Yeah. Would we bring Blake along? Uh, he might not get paid, but
0: that's not part of my wish, whether he makes his money yeah, or not. Yeah, that's not part of our issue. Yeah. We could bring uh, number one fan Doug along. Oh, we, we can do that.
2: Yeah, we could bring him along. I'm not saying he's getting paid either, but... Eh, he'll be retired in like five years, so that's fine. Yeah, well, yeah, he probably needs help paying off his Disney trips. We can't help you there. Sorry. <laughs> um, speaking of that, we are sponsored by the Cincinnati Comic Expo, September twenty through the 22nd. What else we got? Oh, from, let's
0: see, from IDKS at IDKSWJB. He said he hasn't written in a long time, so he apologizes. (laughs) (laughs) He says, gentlemen, with the constant flood of information about movies and the need for trailers all the time for an upcoming movie, when do you stop watching it? When do you stop watching it all so you can have some surprise? when you finally sit down to uh, watch the film or TV show. You don't watch any. Well, it depends on what, I mean, I'll, if it's a film or something I don't know about. When, once I already decide that I plan on seeing said film or show, then I try not to watch any more. Okay. Once I'm already
2: sold on seeing it, I don't need any more trailers to sell me on seeing it. I watch the first two trailers that they give out, the big ones, and then I'm done. And I try not to even watch those trailers after that. Um, Captain Marvel, I'm seeing that this week. And nerdly.co.uk will have the review. And I'm excited for it. My oldest son is really excited for it. He's been talking about this for six months. And um, that's part of the reason we're going. I want to see it, but I don't, I'm not a big Captain Marvel fan in the comic books. But Brie Larson looks like she kicks ass in it. And I like how they're advertising it. So I've actually seen a lot of advertising for uh, Captain Marvel, but the good news is they haven't shown too much to it. Yeah, that's the one thing. That advertising
0: hasn't really given me anything that I've seen from it. It hasn't given Mm -hmm. me any clue of what's going on, which I'm like, I suppose I should be happy about it, but it certainly didn't make me want to see it anymore. Are you going to go see it? I will probably see it. I don't know if I'll see it before next Tuesday when we record. I think I'll try
2: to, but... It all depends. I've got things going on this weekend and gotcha. whatnot. So. Um, I am looking forward to Shazam and I feel like they have really kind of shown a lot of funny parts in that. I wish there would be a lot less surprises. I think there's going to be a lot less surprises in it. it,
0: it probably but I think Shazam needed to show some You think to get people, A, to let people know what type of movie it's going mm-hmm. to be because obviously the DC movies uh, have not fared as well and And they're trying to distance themselves, or it's at least tonally different than the other movies we've that they put out.
2: Captain Marvel is being billed as 140 to 160 million opening weekend. That's pretty high. Yeah. So I'm sorry, one twenty one forty. That's what it was. Oh, one twenty one forty. Well, I could see that then, but still pretty good. Oh yeah, one twenty one forty. Shazam is interesting. I think you think Shazam hits eighty. I, that's where I. That's about where I was thinking. Seventy to eighty okay.
0: is what I was thinking it probably would do. If yeah, I think I think it's got enough buzz
2: to to get that much. Uh, I did see the one trailer, uh, the new one, and it was kind of funny. Is that they? Uh, his friend goes, "Can you leap tall buildings in a single bound?" And he goes to jump a skyscraper, and he doesn't get all the way over, and he goes crashing through a, a window, <laughs> and you just see the window broken, and you hear from up there like, no. "Oh my god." <laughs> who are you he's like sorry my bad my bad <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, answer is no he no, cannot leave no. tall build it looks <laughs> funny though i i i don't like the shazam character and it looks good it looks enjoyable and uh, my son's really excited about that one too so um there's of course he you know he was excited about solo and i questioned it <laughs> but i enjoyed solo uh but yeah i'm excited about uh, captain marvel and i'm excited about uh, shazam so what else we got jeff Next
0: on the list, from our Canadian of the Year, Scott. What's that old boot? Have websites unfairly been targeting Alita Battle Angel with negative press? I've read a ton of sites saying it's going to fail even before it had been released. Jeff? Uh, I Well, one, I think nowadays fanboy Trolls on the internet can just be dicks. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been going after Captain Marvel, and why? So, because they feel big and important when they can tear somebody else down. I suppose. So I think that's a lot to do with it. Because mm-hmm. uh, otherwise, people would just not care. Yeah. I mean, it's e- that's the thing. Is if you're getting that ba- that type of uh, icker being thrown mm-hmm. at you chances are you probably struck a chord and you probably did something right. Because mm-hmm. nowadays, uh, if you're not getting uh, getting any resistance, then that's probably the worst thing you could do because no one's paying attention to you. made a movie
2: of, su- of a female superhero. <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> Get out of your basement. Uh, yeah, I. you know what? Alita Battle Angel, I don't really care about it. I mean, it, was, it wasn't something that looked that appealed to me, so, I mean, I didn't really... I will make fun of it just because I know it ticks off uh, Sean from Pittsburgh Nerd, <laughs> but I really don't care. I mean, I'm glad... Hey, you know what? I'm glad they make any of these movies. Good for them for trying. Yeah. Um, we always bitch about no uh, creative ideas except for Tomorrowland, and... <laughs> You know what? Good for them for trying to do this. I know yeah, Alita is yeah. has some backstory. I get that. Yeah, but but
0: it's different. I mean, I think I suppose the thing is the people that liked the what it was based
2: on. Mm-hmm. Some of them might be bitchy about what. Then don't see it. That's yeah. my thing. It's like the people with Star Wars. Oh no 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 no!
0: You're not allowed to ruin Sorry. other people's ideas of something. You can't put out something that that might make someone think differently than what they've been
2: thinking about something this whole time. It's like people that pitch about the last Jedi. And since me and you both like last Jedi. Yeah. And uh, Blake's not here to just start strolling you, us. you, Blake! <laughs> Except for the the nipple scene with the blue milk or whatever, the green milk. Yeah, well. That... And Leia not dying in space. But anyways, besides those two scenes, uh, I, I always like that, you know, oh, we need to get it, oh, you know, they're signing those petitions, get away from the canon. And then, the fuck cares yeah why are you fighting it yeah is is
0: that that important in your life that you care that much i mean it's like it enjoy it if you don't want to watch it if you don't like it don't watch it in your mind ignore it if you want to go take the extended universe
2: back as canon go ahead and do so in your own mind nobody can stop it if you want to make the extended canon as your universe go ahead make it whatever you want And no one can stop you. And, you know, these, you know, and we're older, but, like, you know, these 30 and 40 year olds that are bitching about it, they're not making these films for you. Yes. They're not for you, these stars. You are not the intended audience. They don't care. And, you know, you gotta be good with that. I'm fine with that. Except for Jar Jar. Fuck him. (laughs) No, of course, George oh, Jar is
0: great. Jar Jar is the best thing to happen. And Jen, in my mind, Canon Because he's the Dark Lord. He's, he's the Sith. Yes, he's he's uh, a bad guy. Now, I haven't figured out if he was higher or lower than Palpatine. Was he pulling Palpatine's strings, or was he just helping him? No, I'm no, no. Sure Palpatine yet. was pulling him.
2: And I, I, I'm going with that, too. When my kid actually watches the prequels, because I, okay. I still have not shown them to him, uh, I'm going to show tell him that, in our mind, buddy... It's going to be that Jar Jar is a bad guy. Yeah. At the end. and at Well, the the, you just have to wait till the one part, you know,
0: where you can say, pause the thing and say, and this is where Jar Jar reveals he's been in on it the whole time with Palpatine.
2: Are people going to die? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, uh, oh, God. When I was watching episode two, Attack of the Clones, oh, yeah, the moment Jar Jar was the one giving the speech in front of the Senate, mm-hmm. I thought oh, I see where this is going. This is going to be great. So that's why I was excited mm-hmm. to see uh, episode three. I was waiting for the reveal that Jar Jar was. They and, didn't have the balls to do it. And oh, I read one article where one guy swears that that was the original intent. You can't convince him otherwise. I'm but, fine but with Lucas that. But Lucas was afraid after the backlash of Jar Jar. So he just said, we'll just cut Jar Jar out and not even deal with it. He was
2: in the funeral scene. Uh, because Padme, Padme was sad. She died because she was sad. Um, he just got his arm cut off. He's fine. <laughs> He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. He's Don't worry. But she's sad. <sighs> Go ahead. Moving on.
0: Uh, next we have, oh, listener reviews. What we got? Uh, Pam Morris oh. uh, let us know. She finished the Umbrella Academy and, a uh, quote, I need a season two right now. I agree. I watched it, and I'm like, but now I need to know what happens next. They're making it. They are making it. Oh, God, of course they're making it. And uh, like I said, after all the uh, the, the hype and p- press it's been getting since they released it. Good for them. I'm going to have to go out now read the comics. I know.
2: I'm going to have to look at those. going to have to find some graphic uh, novels or whatnot or reprints. What do you think is a good age for Umbrella Academy, the TV show? Twelve? Um,
0: God, because I don't know minds of children since mm. I don't spend time around them. Um, I would think thirteen would definitely be fine. Okay, uh, like uh, probably a PG thirteen. Um, I was just there, asking. there's a lot of
2: violence in it. Uh, so end of the world stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I wasn't the, going to show it to my son. Yeah. He, he's going to be nine soon, but I wasn't going to show it to him. I, I was just trying to figure out what a good age is. I was thinking like twelve or thirteen. Yeah, I I, I would. I'm not
0: sure what it's rated. Do they do they rate things on Netflix? I think so. I think or, it's M A. It's, it's M A.
2: I think I don't know if that one is, but yeah, I, don't I don't even know mean, if they do. Do they, they rate things on Netflix since it's not broadcast? I think they do rate it TV M A. Blah blah blah. All. I think did, they do. Okay, and just show you what's in it. Cause I always get excited when they say nudity. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I agree with
0: Pam. Season two now, um, or next year. Um, From Meow God, um, it's Captain Marvel time.
1: A higher plane of. If
0: you distance. are superheroes, um, what's your superhero name um, with the word Marvel? or anagram of it. Um, oh, with
2: Marvel in it.
0: That's what it says. Oh, do you have a superhero name without the word Marvel in it? We no. can add it.
2: Jason Marvelous? Hmm. I don't think you'd want to use your real name. Okay. In, uh... Uh, J Marvelous. Okay. That is my name. J Marvelous. Marvelous. Now, is that J-A-Y or J period? J-A-Y. Okay. I'm not a heathen. (laughs) I like J Marvelous. I'm going with that. You know what? I think I'm going for simple. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm
0: just going to add the in front of the word Marvel. The Marvel? And
2: I will be the Marvel. Trying to think if that's a better name than the cape. Trying to think. the, The Marvelous Cape? Please never do that. <laughs> we never got six seasons uh, or a movie. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: so excited. I really did. Oh, man. When Summer Glow was at the Comic Expo last year, I went Sorry. with uh, A-Pans to mm-hmm. uh, watch her panel. And they were taking questions from the crowd. You would get up and walk up to the mic. And like a lot of people were asking questions about, what was it called The 100? Is that the show mm-hmm. she was in? And she's just like, Everyone here in this town seems to love this show. I mean, you, you guys are giving like, almost as much attention to this show as you are for Surrender, uh, Firefly. Oh. Firefly. And, and, I, and she said, I think that's great. And I'm like, should I go up and ask her about the cape? You shut <laughs> up. You shut up. And I chickened out. Ah! Uh, like, should I go up and ask her when we're getting our, six, our next five seasons
2: in the movie? <laughs> Everybody loved the cape. And by everyone, I mean no one. You mean me. No, even I didn't love it. No. I no. watched I
0: watched every episode. That doesn't make it better, Jeff. I know, but I wanted it to be good.
2: Yeah, you know, I like the... And it the had cer- Keith
0: David. It did. Or David Keith, whichever one. I always forget which one is which. Uh, does not matter? I think they're the yeah. same. It does matter. Oh. I mean, one of them was in Major League Two. The other one was in uh, They Live. Oh, They Live. Great film.
2: Well, you know what time it is.
0: Yeah, unfortunately I'm afraid of what time it is.
2: Coldest. It's Nick Albright time. Albright Jeff. Base a ball is upon us. How do you think the Reds are gonna do this year? Answer that question first. Um,
0: I am ever the optimist, and I go into every season except maybe last year mm-hmm. expecting them to win it all. They made enough off-season changes for me to think they got rid of what was bad last year. So even though it's probably not going to happen, I still think and expect them to win it all.
2: I think they're going to be fun to watch.
0: They're they should be a lot at least fun.
2: be that. And that's all I care about. Jeff. Mm. If you were going to be spit roasted by two Reds players, current and previous members, who would you like them to be? #Hashtag Balls of October.
0: Now, does this mean one has mm. to be current and one has to be previous, or any combination? I don't combination? think it matters. <sighs> oh, this is a. Very odd question, and one that I'm uncomfortable uh, answering. But yet slightly turned on. <sighs> Good so job, Yeah. So I will say, well, I'll pick Sean Casey, because he seems to be a guy who would be nice about it. Ma- you- make sure you were comfortable with it, mm-hmm. and at least give you a reach around while you're doing it. And cheese conies, probably. Oh, yeah, we can have cheese conies, too. And, uh... God, I have no clue. Um, Todd Benzinger? No, not Todd Benzinger. uh, Jeff Brantley, just because I like his voice when he's broadcasting the games now. I'm the cowboy. He's the cowboy. Oh, that's a good nickname, too, for spit roasting. I'm
2: going to ride you all night long. (laughs) Here's my rawhide. (laughs) Watch! Yep, that's it.
0: That's my answer.
2: Got my spurs <laughs> digging into you, lovely boy. Mm. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Buck me off. Yeah. Buck me off. Buck me off. Buck me off.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm. So, we're not winning any awards for this episode. Lasso me. What else we got? Oh, I don't know. I'm, Corrections. Uh, I, I, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, let me <clears throat> calm down here. Okay. Mm. Corrections from Dr. Number One. Really, we're getting corrected from Dr. Number we One. We are. Uh, Jason said on the last show he has arms like a python.
2: Um, pythons don't have arms. No, that was my bad. I apologize.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. You but Hulk com- Hogan
2: has arms of a python. You weren't comparing
0: his arms to the arms of a python. You were comparing his arms
2: to a python. Yes. I'd like to show a lot better without Blake. I feel, <laughs> I feel a lot less uh, picked on. I like this one. Uh, yeah,
0: well, Jim's here. He's, that's, all, that's his goal is just to pick on you. I don't know who Jim is.
2: Uh, oh, okay. let's, let's wrap this up with Professor Number 1.
0: Well, yeah, after correcting us, we'll go ahead and read more what he says. Uh, What does Blake hope they will find on Oak Island? What realistically will they find?
2: I am Blake. I hope they find buttons. Realistically, (laughs) I think they find buttons. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I'm guessing. I'm guessing Blake
0: hopes they find some (laughs) evidence that, that people actually hid something real there, whether it's still there or not. Evidence that I don't know. Even if it's like an Empty treasure chest, just evidence that somebody used Oak Island to
2: hide something once. Nineteen seventy-eight farmers' almanac. What? <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> well, that's fine if they if they hid something there in nineteen
0: seventy-nine, or maybe they'll find tree porn.
2: Oh. <laughs> 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 oh my God! That whole thing looks like a Chewbacca. <laughs> Next page. Right, 70s tree
0: porn. Oh, that's got to be nice.
2: And let's do some face-off because Dr. Number One has some more questions for us.
1: Tiny surgery. I'd like to take his, his face off.
2: Yes. Jeff, what is face-off?
0: Face-off is when a listener gives us uh, two or multiple uh, combatants to go head-to-head against each other, and we decide who would win in
2: a fight. This week, from doctor number one, Kool-Aid Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Versus the Michelin Man, who had a lot of tires around him. Yes. This is a tough one. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? I'm thinking Kool Aid Man is strong enough to break through brick walls. Mm-hmm. So he's got that going for him. Okay. But he is made of glass. That's the thing. Because yeah. if you push Michelin Man down, he's just going to bounce up. Yeah, he's rubber. robber. I mean, it's tough to. I mean. Unless you hit him with a bat full of nails. Oh.
0: Does the Kool Aid Man, though, use a bat full of nails? Well, I think at this point you use any weapon
2: possible. But is it there even? You don't know. Well, you bring it to the fight. I mean, if you're going to a fight, you bring anything you can. But if it isn't, I think you're going with the Michelin Man. I think Kool-Aid Man's too fragile. And and even, even if he's like real strong
0: glass, mm-hmm. you know, if you happen to tip him over and pour the Kool-Aid out, does he lose his strength when he's drained of does Kool-Aid? Does he die? Is that like brain juice? Is, is that his health meter? I would think so. I think so. so. And, and he doesn't have a top on it. Mm-mm. So all you have
2: to do is get him upside down. Correct. Or even sideways at that matter. Or you could just go on top of him and pour a lot of sugar in it and it just gelatins. Oh, no, Kool Aid has a lot of sugar in it anyway. Well, you put a lot of <laughs> more sugar in. How about cement? Cement. Pour cement into his empty head. There you go. Open head hole. I think there's a lot of ways. So I'm going with Michelin Man for my win.
0: I'm going with Michelin Man, yeah, because it,
2: it's tough to, tough to defeat a person made all of rubber. Yes. Just ask Plastic Man. Yes. Yeah. And
0: even though he's strong. I can see multiple ways of defeating Kool-Aid Man.
2: Okay. So there you go. Change approved. Michelin Man wins. Yay. It's time for another
0: installment of the News
2: of the Geek. Just to let you guys know, we can be heard on uh, Danger Entertainment Network. Danger. Danger Pound Network. Tangent. Nerdly.co.uk. Nerdly. G'day, governor. Uh, Geek Life Radio, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central. Geek Life! Plus 40 going on 14 about it. Uh, also, you can hear us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, pretty much anything. So, obviously and, you found us. Yeah. Any place you can
0: listen to good podcasts, you should be able to find
2: us. Because if you can't find us, they are not a good place. Uh, we're also on WeBeGeeksPC.com. Every Wednesday. Uh, Just to let you guys know, also, we're on uh, Facebook at The History of Bad Ideas. Uh, Give us a like. We appreciate it. It helps us out. Uh, We give a lot of news uh, during the day, uh, pop culture news. And we're on Twitter at Bad Ideas Podcast. That's where we interact with a lot of you guys, so we appreciate it. And uh, we're still taking um, applications for movie critic to Hobie. Sorry, Scab Jeff. Moving on. (laughs) We got a couple of people already interested. We're not swearing we're getting rid of Scab Jeff, but we want to keep our options open. That's right. Uh also in 2 weeks Brad Hargis from the Cinema Guys pod is going to be here. So there you go. Excellent. Uh Jeff what you're on a podcast this week?
0: We'll be recording later. I yes. don't know
2: when it will be released. But what are you on? Um
0: Every. everything I learned from movies. Mm-hmm. EILFM. Yes. They uh have a uh castaway uh <laughs> segment that uh, or special issues they do mm-hmm. where uh they do uh, essentially, we're recasting some sort of, uh, of movie movie franchise or something. I know in the past they've done James Bond. They just did Street Fighter. They did Police Academy. Mm-hmm. And so uh, my brother, Jim, and myself are going to be on, and it uh, looks like we are going to be doing He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Can you still pick off Longrid? We can pick any... Actor currently acting in Hollywood today. Okay, so okay. I think Dolph fits the
2: bill. Okay, I like that. That's a good one. That's a good one. How many guys you got? Do you have to cast? Oh, it'll just be, yeah, okay. yeah uh, Ten-ish, I think. So if plus you, a director mm-hmm. and, and if then, you ca- and a best boy, uh, if yeah. you cast it, can Jim cast it? Nope. Uh, so they're gone. It's like draft day. It's like our kay. draft day. I like it. Uh, so, anyways, that will be on. We'll let you guys know when that's uh, going to be released. Uh, there are good people over there. Uh, let's see here. Per BBC. Good mate. Breakdancing has been proposed for inclusion in the Paris 20, 2024 Olympic Games. It's among four sports that organizers were proposed to the International Olympic Committee. Fraud. Uh, as well as surfing, climbing, and skateboarding, which will all debut at Tokyo 2020. The IOC, fraud, will consider the proposal and must reach a decision by December 2020. Tony Ostengut, a three-time canoeing Olympic champion ahead of the Paris 2024 Organizing Committee, said the inclusion of the new sports will make the Olympics more urban and more artistic. Okay.
0: Is there a big call to make it an artistic urban movement?
2: I mean, I don't... God, Russian Sergei... Competing under their chef. name, Bumblebee, won the first breakdancing, known as Breaking, gold medal for boys at last year's Youth Olympics, while Japan's Ramu Kawaii won the girls' title. The Youth Olympics saw competitors involved in head-to-head battles. It's reported that this format would be used in Paris. Oh, boy. As well as the proposed... <laughs> as well as the... Just like a
1: reaction...
2: As well as the proposed sports, Paris organizers also announced that the 2024 Games will allow the public to immerse themselves in the Olympic experience through virtual reality and connected sports. In addition, members of the public will be able to run the marathon course on the same day as the event, straight after the Olympic race, under the same conditions as those faced by the athletes. Did did they explain how they do this? Like. They
0: will run and then when they're done then other people run I or guess. are they saying virtual reality where I think it's a little bit of both you hook it up to your treadmill or something and and know. then it rains on you if it
2: rains in Paris <laughs> I don't know uh, sorry pardon me Squ- <coughs> I think I just <laughs> I can't handle this one squash campaigned unsuccessfully for inclusion in the Paris Games as did billiard sports and chess. Squash's failure to make the list of proposed events was met with a great disappointment by the sports governing bodies. Well, of course they're going to be mad. (laughs) Anybody whose governing bodies are trying to get the Olympics will be disappointed when they say no. Um, Karate will make its Olympic debut at the 2020 Games, which I think would be fun. Yeah, karate I'm fine with. But has not been included on the short list of proposed sports for the Paris Games four years later. No, they they sometimes do it on a trial basis
0: Mm -hmm. or whatever. I know they... Would sometimes do it as an exhibition sport before
2: they let it come in as a metal sport mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But uh, I know you're shocked. The World Karate Federation said it was deeply saddened. <laughs> uh, why are we doing breakdancing? dancing? I don't get it. Why are we doing well, climbing? I, I don't. I don't even know how you. Is it speed climbing?
0: Whoever gets somewhere fastest. I don't. Maybe know if you, you don't
2: die, you get in. Oh. But I mean, congratulations! You didn't die, so everyone gets a gold medal who didn't die. Sure, why not? Okay, and then it goes by speed, time, maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's speed climbing, death, it? and then dime.
0: I think that's how it goes. And then, oh, oh, my biggest problem, and I know they've already got sports, uh, sports like this already in the Olympics, but I really hate sports that are judged for artistic merit, like the ribbon. Yeah, rhythmic gymnastics or even, uh, what's the synchronized
2: swimming. Ugh. I know you. I, I know mean, you.
0: Oh, I ah. mean, it's like, hell, diving is even borderline for me. But, I mean, at least they're saying, okay, you have these technical things you have to perform, and if you do better than everybody else performing them, then we will. But, yeah, same with ice dancing. I just, I think ice that's dancing. the stuff we want to get a- uh, stuff with when you take judges' opinions out of the mix, you need to do more sports like that. I agree. The first person to cross a line,
2: the <laughs> person to <laughs> lift the most, the person to you cross the line, you win. <laughs> Did you run? No, I just crossed it.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, essentially, that's what all races are. True.
2: <laughs> Uh, the next two, uh, we have two other ones on News Geek, 5. I want to see Blake's take because I know he'll go nuts. Yeah. Uh, so we'll do some quickies here. Brooklyn Nine-Nine has been renewed for another season. It should. Did it, you see the season? I haven't seen any season yet,
0: but it's, it's a funny it, show. It's getting, I am not opposed to it. It's just something that hasn't
2: entered my my the recording. more you l- watch it, the funnier the inside jokes. Like, there's more a lot of inside jokes as it goes on,
0: uh, I, and it's I, well done. Yeah, I believe that. I mean, same. And it's pretty much sounds exactly like the type of show I would like based on mm-hmm. other shows that I do like that are similar. But it's just one that I just, I suppose, I never put it in my DVR, so I never watched it because it wasn't
2: there. Uh, Superstore got renewed. Yes, that one I do watch. That's coming back this week. Thankfully, after a long time off. Yeah, that has been a big hiatus. Uh, Did you know Life in Pieces doesn't come back till April?
1: That thing has been off
2: for almost a year. Oh, God. Well, yeah. It's a funny show. It's okay. I don't dislike it. Colin Hanks' parents are annoying.
0: Uh, Yeah, well, half the cast is annoying. (coughs) Any more Colin Hanks is
2: annoying in it. I like Colin Hanks. I think he's... One of the worst characters in the show. I think he takes, uh, uh, physically, uh, physical. I think he looks, uh, more like his mom than his dad. Not even close. <laughs> but, uh, cause I was, a, although when the show first started, I think,
0: uh, the, the character of, uh, his wife mm-hmm. annoyed me. But as the show went on, she's like become my favorite character. Mm-hmm. And, like, in my opinion, she's the character that people not part of this family, like, should identify with. She, she's our in into this goofy
2: family is the way I look at it. I like her character a lot more after the first season, too. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy the show. It's not something I'm upset if it got canceled, but no. I enjoy that it's on. Um, also, Walking Dead got renewed for season 10. This season's actually been really well done. Wasn't Walking Dead already renewed? or We may not have announced it, though. Uh,
0: I think no, it but renewed. I mean,
2: like, didn't they have like a multi-season renewal? Not, uh, no, or? 10 just got renewed a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Um, They said it might be the end, but they don't know yet. Um, I don't think it is. Like I said, I really have enjoyed this season, uh, especially once the the whispers. Whisper, whisper, whisper. whisper. Once they got there, they made it more into a horror movie uh, show, and I really like it. It's a lot darker um, in terms of it's still. It's going to sound weird. It's darker, but it's still not. Uh, as, like, depressing as it was every season. And to be honest, I think the show's gotten better since they got rid of the main ca- most of the main cast because you get rid of the main cast, you're not worried about their stories anymore. You can get new brand-new stories that aren't in the comic books. That's true. Uh, the Whisperers, are, they're following their story pretty good in the comic books, but you're not worried about, okay, well, Rick's going to do this. And, you know, you have some substitutions, like some new characters are doing. Some, yeah, the,
0: somebody will do stuff that Rick did... Based but, on, yeah. But but I
2: think having that many old school characters, I think it just held it down. And once they got rid of them, I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of liking this now a lot more. I don't, you know, they they don't annoy me as much. So uh, so there you go. Uh, Jeff, what are you doing September 20th through the 22nd? I'm going to be at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. So is Hobie. Uh, Duke Energy Convention Center in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, Rumor has it, Geek is. If you want your fucking Tully Award, you will. Uh, I'm just saying, uh, we will be there. And along with that, Alan Tudyk is going to be there. I'm thrilled. I am too. Marina Baccarin is going to be there. She is. Uh, They have not announced too many people yet, but it's coming. Just give it time. Uh, Also, a lot of comic book artists are going to be there and writers. Just hold on. Just hold on. They'll be there. They'll be announced soon. You can go to expo.com or their Facebook page, Cincinnati Comic Expo, or go to our Facebook page, and we'll uh, be sending everything over as well. Uh, you can get your tickets, Comic Expo.com, and uh, they'll get you all the updates in that. And you can see where Hobie's at, too. Hey, Hobie. We'll be here. Hello. Uh, we'll be playing trivia again this year and some new games. So September 20th through the 22nd at the Cincinnati Comic expo at the duke energy convention center hey everybody this is Heno, and
1: this is stephanie and we're
2: from the gotham lights podcast
1: also the orville lights podcast sometimes they are two
2: podcasts dedicated to the television show gotham and the orville now where can they reach us steph
1: i'm so glad you asked Heno. you can find us on twitter at gotham lights you can also find us on Facebook, don't you know? Don't you know? Just by searching <laughs> Gotham Lights. Gotham Lights Podcast at gmail.com. It's, it's, late do it's do time. Do Let's do check do our queue, baby. Pair it do with do a do couple brews, baby. Do do we do love do your do movies. Do do we love the bad ones too. So we watch them all and pass their lessons on to you. Oh yeah.
2: up Everything I
1: learned from movies helps to make life a little bit grooving. With the one last black holes a gratuitous booth face. It's time to get busy at eilfm.podbean.com, it's time for box office bombs.
0: All right, time for our box office news and world report. Um, not a whole lot of bombing mm-hmm. went on. Uh, just continual bombing from the previous bombs. Alina. Uh but uh we are looking at this week in our box office top 5 number 1 How to Train Your Dragon The Hidden World made another 30 million dollars number 2 or second week at number 1 mm-hmm. total of 98 million on a 129 million, 129 million budget
2: they said they're pretty happy with it domestically uh, because they said I think worldwide it's over 400 million okay yeah so, i mean
0: they'll they'll by the time this leaves the theater domestically, it'll have its budget back domestically. So everything else on that is profit.
2: I'm guessing it'll probably be around one fifty. What domestically, probably. I want to see it still. My son asked about it. And I was like, Ah, we're going oh, to see Captain Marvel. You have seen it yet? Yeah, I haven't uh, seen it yet. Do a double feature. It's on Thursday night. He's off school.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, or just. Go earlier, do one at like uh, five, and then seven or seven thirty, whatever your tickets. That's a were. lot of popcorn I'm gonna to have to eat. You don't have to eat popcorn. Yes, you do. You go to a
2: movie, <laughs> you eat popcorn.
0: Yeah, but get the free refill, and you just stay for the entire day. I don't know if I could handle that much popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I couldn't because I don't particularly care for the movie
2: theater popcorn. Uh, I did bar see- popcorn so much better than movie oh, theater no, popcorn. No. Oh, not even close. I did see uh, Wreck It Ralph two finally. Okay, uh, really enjoyed it. Not as good as the first one. No, no, not as good as the first. But it was enjoyable. I liked it. Did you like the Disney princesses?
0: I thought that was kind of humorous. It was. It was. It was. It was a nice way of making fun, sort of a little bit mm-hmm. of Disney, but still being under
2: Disney. You know, they could laugh well, at themselves a little bit. Well, they all bitched about, you know, people were bitching that, oh, you know, Disney had to get their influence. And it was like, it worked for the f- the, the film. I like the Stormtroopers were the bad guys. It was enjoyable. Yeah. Well, of course they're going to. It's yeah. a Disney film. What do yeah. you expect? I have never. No, I like how nobody. Uh, I mean, they can get the rights to them. That's the best part. Yeah. I liked how. uh, that nobody understood uh Merida. Oh <laughs> yeah. like, she's from a different studio. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: number two. Uh, mm-hmm. A Medea family funeral made twenty seven million dollars in its opening weekend on an unknown budget. It takes place in the bayou.
2: That's my southern Louisiana. Oh, oh I thought that was your Medea. Oh. Hallelujah. <laughs> Fuck this movie. Uh, Fuck this movie.
0: Now, are they, they're saying it's the last Medea movie?
2: Yeah. Until they reboot it. Okay. <laughs> it's Fuck the last, movie. as in, we don't have any immediate plans for more. <sighs> it's going to come back in five years. I will give Tyler Perry credit. He has his own studio. He does. He has his own scene, uh, lots yeah. on it. And this is all he makes it from yeah. his own money. And oh, no. A... Good for him for that. Yeah. I just wish he'd make something that was
0: funny. Enjoyable. I mean,
2: it's so bad.
0: You know, a 30 year old man, at least when he started yeah. uh, Medea, 30 37 year old man playing an old woman. It, it, it's been done, been done better, and it's just derivative and hackneyed. Yes. What else uh... we got? Uh, we have number three, Alita Colonial Battle Angel, making another $7 million, a total of $72 million on a $170 million budget. <laughs> Except it did a lot more worldwide. Has it been opened in China yet? <laughs> number four, movie I still need to go see, is the Lego Movie 2, the second part it made another 6.5 million a total of 92 million on a 99 million dollar budget. <laughs> They'll get their money back. They they will. And you know, uh, they're obviously making money uh worldwide. But I'm not sure how how much uh does the rest of the world like Lego movies? It's made decent. I mean, I'll find that out for you actually. Yeah, I was I'm just afraid. wondering cuz I I know Lego's come from like Denmark or something like that. So it's like an international company. I was just wondering if the characters in movies played worldwide played well. But uh, number five, we got uh, fresh off its Oscar win. Green Book made another, or made five million for a total of seventy-six million on its twenty-three million dollar budget.
2: Best rebound of a Oscar-nominated film. Oscar winning. Oscar winning. Sorry, yeah. film in over twenty years. Okay, so
0: yeah, so people uh, decided they wanted to go see Green Book after
2: it won. Yeah, I was really upset it wasn't for rental yet. Damn it! <laughs> uh, domest- uh, domestically, ninety-two million for Lego Movie, foreign sixty-one point seven. Okay, so not as good as I thought. Yeah, less than what they did here. Alita wa- has made two hundred seventy-eight million worldwide. That's pretty big. So they're at three hundred fifty million. So they they will be fine. Uh, How to Train Your Dragon uh, has made 280 million, so they're at 380 million total, so give or take. So that's not too bad. Um, funny thing is, ha 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 ha. Uh, fighting with my family, uh, it yeah, con- that didn't fell deal. out of the top five. Well, it was it number week. one in the UK this week? That's a UK movie, isn't it? Well, it's WWE Studios, but it has British actors in it. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty
0: much. Number one, well, and the number one in the UK is what? A couple million people?
2: Yeah, I'm just saying. Good for them. Good for them.
0: What else we got? I'm just criticizing the UK for just being small. You're just small. Wow. I'm only kidding. (laughs) (coughs) Good day, mate. (laughs) Cheeky cunt. I'm like, ooh, it sounds like I'm actually criticizing him. I should apologize right now. apologize. Cheeky cunt. Should I edit it out? No. Okay. Too late. All right. Um. Yes. Upcoming March eighth, twenty nineteen. Captain Marvel. Yay! But nothing's being counterprogrammed no. against Captain no. Marvel. No.
2: Media. Well, that came out last week, though. Yes. Uh. And instead of buy sell this week, fuck that. That's a new category. That's a new segment. Oh, we're going old school. It's time for a, war. a good one. John Noble News. <sighs> Restraining order be damned. Uh, I think it might have run out by now. I mean, this we haven't done since
0: 14. It's been a while since, I think we might've done it in 15. Okay. But I mean, it's been three years. How long do restraining orders last? If you don't renew them?
2: Eh, Two years. There you go. Change approved. (laughs) Uh, so anyways, John Noble, who was starring in fringe back in 2014, one of Jason's favorite shows at the time, still probably my favorite, one of my favorite shows of all time. Uh, John Noble, we used to have fun news about him every week. Yes. And and Jason,
0: even uh, every week I would bring it up that John Noble was also known for being
2: in uh, The uh, Lord of the Rings, too. Anyways, so John Noble, one of my favorite actors in that series, uh, we were doing great until his attorney said, You need to cease and, desist, cease and desist. I said, Suck it. So we're back. John Noble news. Did you know, Jeff? Here's some news. John Noble news, his net worth, three million dollars. I wish I had his net worth. Trivia: He did not star in a, his first film until he was forty years old. Well, I'm older than that,
0: but you, 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 however, can join the John Noble cause and get
2: your first movie at forty. And finally, John Noble news: He's five foot eleven and three quarters. That's 1.82 meters. Wow, he, he's about an inch taller than me. Yes. So, just want to let you know, that's your John Noble News for Or week. be two inches taller than me. You're ruining John Noble News. Oh, I thought it was already ruined. You're my favorite thing. Not you, but that's the quote from Fringe. Oh. Greatest quote ever in that show. You're my favorite thing.
0: Couldn't find the old top five news no. or top five uh, music. So That was on our old computer, too. Yes. We switched computers since then, and the new one didn't come with the same standard go copyright-free music.
2: Uh, <laughs> copyright-free music. That was on an attorney's website. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, what was our top five this week? Uh,
0: apparently, it is our top five favorite comebacks from sports television, movie
2: books, etc., we did this before, but it was top five's favorite sports comebacks. Oh. So, here we go. This should be quick, since it's just
0: us. Jeff, you go first. What's your number five? Uh, my number five, top five favorite comeback is the Jerk Store called They're All Out of You. From Seinfeld.
2: Yes. Great comeback. Jerk Store is where it's at. Jerk Store. I'm using Jerk Store. Uh, from Seinfeld. Uh, I like that one. Good one. Uh, my number five for favorite comebacks, I t- try to break it down by categories. This one is music. Okay. And I'm actually being serious with this because no, good, for, good for her on this one. Oh, why do I know? I have an idea who you're going to say. Let me see if I. All right. share.
0: That is not who I thought you were going to say.
2: 1998 number one song, Believe, was her first U.S. number one hit since 1974's Dark Lady. Good for her on that one. And it brought her back. I don't think she would have been known in pop culture even now if it wasn't for that. And And she would still be known for that. I mean, Sonny and Cher were... Yeah, but not... I don't think anymore. Yeah, and you know what that song did? It unleashed auto-tuning on the world. Yeah, but it also made every Navy sailor horny as hell.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the sad part was her young, like, 17-year-old son was in that video playing Mm -hmm. guitar for her. Oh, you know. It's like, you're you're, you're wearing duct
2: tape as an outfit. (laughs) Come on. Or electrical tape, I suppose it was. Uh, Number four? Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin come back from a broken neck. I thought Owen Hart killed him uh, when he at SummerSlam. I wish Owen Hart came back from a broken neck. I wish Owen Hart would come back from death. Um, but Owen Hart the, uh, went to do a pile driver on Stone Cold Steve Austin, who was just becoming one of the most popular guys at the time. It was for the Intercontinental Championship. His head was, this is going to sound dirty, was too far be, below his legs, oh, Owen Hart's legs. On a, a pile driver? On a pile driver. And his head hit. Because originally what your goal is as a wrestler is your, le- your thigh, back of your thighs hit, yeah. and then basically your neck just, or your head just lays there, basically. Yeah. It doesn't actually You're, hit the your, mat. Your head
0: is actually, should be cradled within the legs and not yes. actually hit the mat, although it looks like you do. So, oh, wait, wait, I'm sorry. Fake. Fuck you, Blake.
2: Uh, so he was basically partially paralyzed, and he still had enough ball, uh, balls and gumption and everything else to say, fuck this, I'm still getting my belt, my title. And he rolled him up in the worst looking sunset flip or roll, uh, yeah. roll up ever. And he w- Stone Cold won. And then he was out for a long time. So uh, that was great. It was, and then him coming back and being Austin 360 uh, and just kicking ass and being the champion, um, mm. it was unbelievable. So, and also, reason why he went to early retirement, too, the pile driver. Uh, so. uh, what else you got, Jeff? Um. Uh, let's see.
0: I've got some sports ones here. Okay. I was trying to decide which one I wanted to go. Number four? Well, if I wanted to Hobie these and put them both together or
1: mm-hmm.
0: or if I, yeah, what the hell, I'll Hobie them. Okay. Because they both bring me joy to mm-hmm. think about. Uh, We'll start with the 1995 Indiana Pacers versus the New York Knicks. Eleven seconds came back, eight points down, or was it eight? I'm sorry, eight seconds came back, eleven points down to beat uh, the the Knicks and the famous Spike Lee game, where uh, he complained. Yeah, well, well, he well, I really hate when you know the the uh, rich celebrities try to put themselves into the situation that they shouldn't even be in. Mm-hmm. He's a spectator; he's allowed to be a spectator, but I mean, for him to think he should be getting extra attention and whatnot. So when he demanded extra attention and Reggie uh, Miller just kind of gave him that choke symbol yep. and they came back
2: and shut down, shut out the Knicks on that. Does he still go to the games? I think he does. Do you think the NBA players, when they're running by him, should just say Green Book was better than Black Klansman? <laughs> Green Book was better. Green Book was better. Green Book was better. better. <laughs> I'm leaving.
0: Uh, But also, I hobied that with uh, the 2003 Florida Marlins over the Chicago Cubs in Game 6 of the NLCS. Bartman. The Bartman game. did it matter
2: if Alex Gonzalez would have fielded the ball at
0: shortstop. Yes, everyone. uh, I just love it because, one, I was never a fan of the Cubs, and, two, once Cubs fans actually were blaming an innocent, bystander. I mean, he was in the crowd doing what everybody else in the crowd was trying to do. Yes. He was just hap- it has happened to hit his hand instead of the 12 people pushing him to try to get the ball and he's the one that gets blamed for it. Fuck you Cubs fans for even, for me, even knowing the man's name is disgusting. So the fact that you ended up losing that is great. You can't rent here anymore.
2: Yeah. Uh, which number three? Uh, my number
0: three, I'm going music. Mm-hmm. I'm going the uh, the Pink Floyd comeback. They kind of split up and whatnot in the very early 80s, and then in the late 80s they got back together and released the uh, Momentary Lapse of Reason album, and then the Division Bell and some live albums or whatnot, and being a Pink Floyd fan, uh, it was pretty cool. Okay.
2: And, yeah. My number three is sports. This is the first game that I was that didn't involve a hometown team. I remember watching and loving it. Uh, Buffalo Bills beating the Houston Oilers in the playoffs, coming from behind, thirty-five to three. Love that this uh, is the Frank Reich game. Yep, and uh, they just came back and it, it shocked the world. It was the biggest comeback at the time, and just everybody was shocked because it's thirty-five to three at halftime. Game over. And then they just came out and just blew the uh, Houston Oilers out. And at the time, I hated the Houston Oilers. How like, can you hate the Houston Oilers? I like the Houston Texans. And I like yeah. the Tennessee Titans. Didn't <laughs> like the Houston Oilers. Warren Moon? Come on. Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> uh, you, you hated them because they were in the Bengals division. Correct. <laughs> Number two, acting. Uh, Robert Downey Jr., welcome back. Uh, you know, he had a lot of demons, and I'm happy that he came back. He, he made a lot of good money from it, and... Uh, you know what? He's done a great job with it. So good for him. Yes, good for him. Uh, my number two, it's my number two turn. Yes. Out? Yeah, my number two is
0: uh, also acting. Mm-hmm. And I hobied this one because there were two actors okay. here I thought made good comebacks uh, Neil Patrick Harris.
2: Oh, I didn't think about that you one. That was good.
0: Child actor. And then you figure he's not going to do much. And he popped up in some movies here or mm-hmm. there. But then I suppose it was when he was in Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle and just playing a terrible version of himself and got him back on yep. on notice, and that got him, you know, uh, How I Met Your Mother, and so he made a nice comeback from that. And I also have uh, Rob Lowe.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: He was a teen heartthrob on millions of girl teenage girls' uh, walls, mm-hmm. and uh, then he ran into a little problem of, sleeping with a 16-year-old, getting it on videotape. Ugh.
2: Some yeah. good nose Candy. Yeah.
0: Apparently in Georgia, the age of consent is 16, so it wasn't criminal.
2: It doesn't make it right. <laughs> but it wasn't criminal. <laughs> it doesn't make
0: it right.
2: But uh, I think he... Uh, Time uh, out, are you doing the Kevin Spacey defense here? <laughs> hey, guys!
0: <laughs> but uh, so I think he knows he did bad and he, you know, admitted... Lived up to it, and then, you know, disappeared for a while, mm-hmm. and then came back uh, doing some good television. Parks and Rec? And starting with, uh, what do you call Brothers it? Brothers and uh, Sisters? Uh, even before that, uh, the, the West Wing. Oh, okay. West Wing really was, I think, what gave him his Parker Lewis his Can't comeback. Lose? I don't think he was in that. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought but he was then, the bully. But then he was in those other shows that you even mentioned, and... And then he had his own roast on Comedy Central.
2: Oh, that's right. We watched the Justin Bieber roast this weekend, my wife and I, um, because we finally got Comedy Central back <laughs> after uh-huh. a while. And my wife and I were playing uh, Mixtape Massacre and had that on in the background. That was pretty damn funny, the Justin Bieber one. Trying to think if I paid that close attention because I'm like, oh, God. Kevin Hart host,
0: uh, was the MCU was pretty damn funny. It's like I might have turned it on, and caught a couple of jokes, but then it's like then they'll come back and say, oh no, we're just kidding. I'm like, fuck that, I'm not kidding. Yeah. Uh who's number one? Uh well my number one comeback, that there's a story to this. Okay. So um I'll have to start here. Bear with me. Okay. Is it right. Blake story? Should we do Blake time? Uh it's not a Blake story. Okay.
2: As in then Blake has nothing to do with this story. What time are you at there? So we've to, got plenty of time. I just want to make what? sure if you could want to put the Blake story time <laughs> underneath it. Sorry.
0: Oh, uh we're at one twenty
2: three. Okay, so. go ahead. All right. Uh so um
0: There's this kid, and the circus is coming to town, and he's very excited to see the circus. He loves the circus, especially the clowns. He thinks the clowns are the best. So he gets his ticket to the circus, and the day comes, and he's brimming with excitement. He gets his ticket. He gets up before dawn so he could be the first one into the big top, and so he could sit in the front row center seat so he won't miss a thing. So he gets in there. He finds his seat before anybody else gets there. He's ready. The crowd starts filling in. Excuse me. Sorry. The crowd starts filling in. Do you want me to edit that out? No. Okay. So then uh, you, you, no broke, my you <laughs> broke my train of thought. You broke my train of thought. But anyway, so, so the crowd starts filling in. The circus starts up, the ringmaster comes out, you know, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the circus. They, they announce the axe, the trapeze goes, and he's loving it. You know, the, the lion tamers come out, the dancing bears come out, and this kid is having a ball. The, the jugglers on unicycles, this circus is the best thing, but he wants the clowns. And he's desperately waiting for the clowns. And then finally, the clowns come out. The big clown car comes out. All the clowns start piling out of the clowns. The head clown finally gets out of the car. The spotlights hit him. And then the head clown points straight to the kid and says, You, boom, spotlights all go on the kid. He's like, Oh my God, this is great. The clowns are, are including me. He, he's loving it. And the, the head clown says, You, are you a monkey? And the kid's confused for a second. He's like, no, shyly wondering what's going on. Then the clown says, are you a lion? And the kid is, no. So the clown says, then you must be an asshole. And everyone in the circus starts laughing. They're laughing and pointing at this kid. And this kid is heartbroken his favorite thing in the world, just crushed him. He goes home crying for days. He just can't get over the fact that he was insulted so brutally in front of everyone by his favorite circus clowns. But then after a while, he gets angry. And he swears that he is going to find the best comeback to get these clowns back, so he makes it his life's goal to study. He goes to to college just to learn comebacks. He travels around the world. He goes through Europe. He goes through Asia. He takes trips everywhere in every culture. He tries to find out the perfect comeback. When he. One day he thinks he has it. He found it. He knows how to get back at these. So he then tracks down this circus. He looks, you know, finds out where they're going to be. He gets his ticket. He shows up early to make sure he can get that same seat. He sits in the seat. The crowd starts filling in. The circus starts. The ringmaster comes out. He announces all the acts. You get the trapeze. You get the lions. You get the juggling bears. But he's waiting for those clowns. He's smiling. He's just waiting. And then finally the clowns come out. They all spill out of the clown car. The head clown pops up. Boom, spotlights on him. He points straight at the kid again. Boom! Spotlights on the kid. The kid smiles. The, uh... Clown? Thank you. The clown then says, You, sir, are you a monkey? Kid crosses his arms, leans back and says, No. And then the clown goes, Are you a lion? Kid looks at him. No. No. So then the clown points at him and says, then you must be an asshole. The crowd all starts laughing. The other clowns are pointing at him. Kids like, all right, this is what I trained for. (coughs) He stands up. He points directly at the clown and says, fuck you, clown. And that is my number one favorite comeback.
2: Okay, my number one. Can <laughs> <sighs> we put Blake time under it? I don't know. It's not story time with Blake. My number one. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't, you, you, you <laughs> thought he was down and out. He came back. <laughs> Uh, I have an honorable mention for Zombies. Is that close enough? maybe. Maybe. So, Jesus, my number one. Jesus. Jesus. Uh, Zombie Jesus? No, no, just Jesus. Oh, okay. He made uh, the table. Uh, (laughs) Top five listener picks uh, from Nick Albright. Oh, that's easy. I'm not much into her or the larger family, but my favorite comeback story is The Woman We Shall Not Name. Yes. As explained by Andy from Parks and Rec, he likes her backside. (laughs) Well, she. I saw the videotape. She had come on her back. Yes,
0: <laughs> from Visada <Visotic laughs> Geek,
2: Apollo Creed from Rocky, Ernie McCracken from Kingpin, which is a really good one. I like that one. Oh. Uh, uh, Racing Bells uh, from A League of Their Own. Racing. Uh, we also what have... what? what the Racing
0: Bells didn't win.
2: No, but they came back, right?
0: Uh, does it? Count if you didn't come back all the way?
2: I don't know. I'm just telling you.
0: I mean, the Peaches won. They did. Uh, Because Kit, uh, you know,
2: was called out at the plate. It's a great ending. Uh, I like that movie. Uh, Let's see here. Yankees from the Bad News Bears. And East Compton Clovers from Bring It On. Oh, it's been brought in. Oh, yeah. Uh, From Doug, number four. The Sentinels come back from a 17-0 halftime deficit to Dallas. Uh, after Shane Falco came off the bench from the replacements. Great movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Patriots overcome a 28-3 to deficit in the Super Bowl. Great comeback. It was a great comeback. Not one of my favorites. Nope. Frank Reich leads the Mar- uh, Maryland Terrapins to victory after tra- trailing 31-0 to ha- uh, zero at halftime against the Miami Hurricanes. A second Frank Reich sh- uh, showing nope. on this for a different game. And, Jeff, we probably should have had this as number one. Springfield beats Shelbyville when Simpson Homer Simpson pinch hits. First, Daryl Strawberry, and drives in the winning run. Daryl,
0: <laughs> Um, Are you sure, Skip? I've hit four home runs already today. <laughs>
2: oh, yes,
0: but the pitcher is a lefty, and so are you, and I'm putting in a righty. It's what good
2: managers do. It's called playing the numbers. what good managers do. From Fish. Number one oh, fan, Doug. Oh, Fish, that's a something. Yeah, Doug's uh, son. Pat's uh, the Patriots being Atlanta 34-28. And Reggie oh. Millen scoring 8 points in 11 seconds to beat the Knicks. Oh, it was 8 and 11? I yep. It was
0: 11 and 8. Well, he has 8 what? points in 11. Well, whatever him. it is.
2: It, those are the two numbers. I <laughs> probably reversed them. But uh, Let's see here. We had uh, Dev. He had the idiot store called, and they're out of you. Uh, it's jerk store. Uh, Andrew Dice Clay. This one is a rough one. 1994, UK Wildcats over LSU. Moving on. We don't talk UK. <laughs> Sorry, as I just coughed into the mic there. Uh, Wendy's Tweets. Uh, the Tweets from the Wendy's the restaurant. Are some good comebacks, yeah. yes. I'll give and Dave that Chappelle. One. And Dave made a good comeback, too. Yes. Uh, Brad Hargis from Cinema Guys Pod. Uh, Batman after the Nightfall series. Great. After his back was broken. I completely forgot about it, so that's an honorable mention for me now. Uh, USA in the movie Miracle. USA. Did they come back? Yeah. I mean, they weren't expected to win. I didn't know they were They were, down. were losing one nothing. I think. Oh, okay. Uh, Keanu Reeves? Uh, or 2-1. to one. It was 2-1. They were two down. To one. Okay. They scored the first, and then they scored two, Russia scored two, I think. Keanu Reeves multiple times. Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant.
0: Hulk Hogan versus every match Hulk Hogan's in. He gets beat up and then spangs his leg on the ground and takes his steroids and wins. And Zima. <laughs> Zima made a good comeback. Very short-lived
2: comeback, but it was a comeback. Uh, Nicky from, uh, from New Zealand. The Replacements, best comeback sports movie ever. Uh, that would be The Comebacks. Oh. Uh, from Kevin at Cincy Explorer. He has Josh Hamilton, a baseball player. Oh, yeah. He had a lot of drug issues, down and out. The Reds traded for him. Was it really a comeback? Because he never established himself. Ah, uh, He signed a huge deal with the Angels. He uh, made a lot of money. Well, yeah, but... Uh, and then so, he fell back into the drugs, unfortunately. Oh,
0: so he came back into the drug habit. That was his comeback? Later, yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he was drafted high and, and yeah. by the, the Rays, and they paid him a lot of money, but he never made it to the major league, so don't you have to be there before you can come back? Just saying.
2: Josh Hamilton signed with the Reds.
0: Well, yeah, and then they... But yeah. he didn't... That was his comeback was with the Reds,
2: and then to the uh, Angels. Texas. Oh, Texas, that's right. Uh, number 4 Martin Truex Jr. Truex. I'm thinking NASCAR. It's NASCAR. Robert Downey Jr. Number 2 JK Rowling. Well, again, she was kind of Did not she known. did she come back from anything? I mean, she was,
0: you know, homeless, livi- but living on on public assistance yeah. when she wrote the, the the first book. But it's not like she wrote some books that were popular and then went on public assistance. It's not a comeback. This one's a good one. Steve Jobs. That's a yes, comeback. Yes, that's a comeback. He got forced out of his own company. Yes. And then went ahead and, and uh, ran uh, the uh, Pixar mm-hmm. until he got Apple back.
2: So there you go. There's your uh, history of bad ideas for this week. It was an old school one. I liked it. It was old school. Uh, bad idea of the week. You know what? There's no bad idea this week. No, there's a bad idea. Oh, what is the bad idea?
0: Uh, Let's see. We'll throw that at number... It's not that high, so... 1,286. Okay. Being short, Jim and Blake skipping out on us. Yeah, fuck you guys.
2: I mean... Fuck you, clown. Yeah. Fuck you, clown. Just because they have valid reasons. I don't want Jeff... Or Blake in sec here. (laughs) (laughs) So... Uh, Yeah, so we'll be back next week, hopefully with a fuller cast. Rumor has it, a director might be stopping by. Rumor has it. So anyways, Roger says goodbye. Goodbye.
0: Addendum.
2: Titles for the show.
0: Oh, well, this is a short one. I'm looking at the time here. That's okay. Uh, Jim and Blake, I suppose, do take us over two hours, so. What do you got? Oh, I don't have a whole lot, so Mm -hmm. I'm hoping you do. Let's see. Titles. I got Blake bought Botteries,
2: (laughs) because you said that, and uh, Buck Me Off. (laughs) Buck Me Off. Buck Me Off. Buck Me Off. Uh, I got python arms. I got oh boy.
1: Because you
2: kept saying oh boy during the break dancing. Uh, I got, let's see here, death and more. (laughs) I don't know what that's from. I'm not a heathen. Uh, J Marvelous. Ah. And princess drinks. I like the princess drinks. You do like the princess drinks. You drank enough of them. I like the princess drinks. How about Jay Marvelous and his princess drinks? I like it. (laughs) Sure. That's a long title. How about just uh, pick one? (laughs) Oh, come on. That's not that long of a title. Okay, fine. His princess drinks. Okay, change approved. All right.